0: As we head towards the end of October and Halloween is fast approaching, I thought I'd talk a moment about scary sounds. So what are the scariest sounds? For some people, it might be creaking floors in the middle of the night. Or a scratching of a rodent in the walls. That can really give you the creeps. Or maybe it's ghostly whispers in the night. Add this to a high-tension music soundtrack, and you've got enough to make you jump in your seat and spill the popcorn. Hi, this is Terry Van Heiden, full-time professional photographer and your host of the Nature Photography Podcast. For me, a scary sound is maybe the sound of water dripping in the middle of the night, which signifies I have a leak somewhere that needs fixing. Studies have shown that non-linear sounds are the scariest to humans, like the sounds of animal or human screaming these sounds are scary to us because they extend beyond the normal capacity of vocal cords our brains have evolved over the years to recognize these sounds as danger we know something's wrong we we know that danger must be close then why are sounds scarier at night So one study showed that since it gets dark, humans rely more on sound since their vision is diminished, which makes sense. Gives us the feeling that our hearing is heightened when we're listening at night. Another take is that most predators are active at night. This is the time they hunt for food. Predators sleep during the day, and when darkness falls, they start looking for food. The sounds of owls and coyotes can sound pretty creepy. Part of this is that their sounds are mostly heard only at night. The other sense of fear that we humans get at night is due to the fact that that's the time when most premeditated criminal acts and more violent acts occur. The person driving home at night is more susceptible to feeling that they're being followed by somebody up to no good. We're in the middle of the day. That thought doesn't even cross our minds. There are all kinds of creepy and bone chilling sounds that can affect us in numerous ways. If you've ever had trauma in your life, sounds that bring you back to that time can be terribly frightening. One such sound is real 911 calls. Back in 2009, this woman, Sandra Harold, owned a chimpanzee. While these are not popular pets, thank goodness, there are less than 700 chimpanzees held as pets in the United States. Sandra and her husband Jerome bought the chimp when it was only a few days old from a chimpanzee sanctuary and paid upwards of $50,000 for him. She named him Travis after her favorite singer, Travis Tritt. Now, Travis was part of the family. He went everywhere with the Heralds. He went to town, rode in the car, knew how to put his own clothes on, and even how to buckle his own seatbelt. One day while riding in town in 2003, Travis escaped the family truckster and held up traffic in a busy intersection at their Connecticut town of Stamford. This incident started when a pedestrian on the street threw an empty soda bottle at the car and while the car was stopped at a light. Ironically, or maybe it was on purpose, the bottle went through the open car window, hit Travis in the face, and scared the monkey breath out of him. The chimp unbuckled the seatbelt, got out of the car, and started chasing the guy who threw the bottle. I guess Travis has a bit of a temper, and it took a few hours to get him secured back in the car. That event led to a Connecticut law that now no one in the state could keep a primate as a pet that weighed over 50 pounds. While Travis weighed over 200 pounds, he was sort of grandfathered in by the fact that the Heralds had owned him for so long. Ultimately, Sandra Harold's life was as sad as it gets. She lost her only child in a car accident, and then in 2004, she lost her husband, Gerald, to cancer. From then on, it was only her and Travis at home. She became very close to the chimpanzee and thought of him as her only family. In February of 2009, Travis, being a little bit like Curious George, left the house with Sandra's car keys. Sandra called her friend charla nash to come over and help her get travis back into the house when she got there charla grabbed the tickle me elmo stuffed toy to try to lure travis back in the house (laughs) what occurred next no one saw coming upon seeing someone else holding his favorite toy travis got very angry essentially travis the chimpanzee went apeshit travis literally tore the woman's face off When the police, who thought it was a frantic call was a fake at first, arrived at the grisly scene, they saw it all unfolded. Sandra, in an effort to get the chimp off of her friend, bonked Travis in the head with a shovel and then stabbed him in the back with a kitchen knife. This enraged Travis even more, and he chased Sandra into a nearby car. It's here in the car that Sandra called 911 and pleaded for help as the screams of her friend and the primitive ape sounds from Travis can be heard on the tape. Stafford 911, where's your emergency? Oh, this is Rock 231, Road. What's Send the problem? Send the police. Send the police. What's the problem there? The, the, the chip killed my, my friend. What's the problem with your friend? Oh, please. What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Please With a gun. With a gun. Hurry, up. The gun. Please hurry up. When the police arrived, Travis was attacking the squad car, pounding on the glass and tearing off the side mirror. The officer pulled his revolver and then when he opened his door, Travis was standing right there ready to attack. The officer shot him four times and then Travis ran off. Later, Travis was found dead next to the cage in his house. While her friend did survive, her face needed to be reconstructed, and it's just a, a horrible mess that she now deals with. There are many parts of the story that are just just sad, from keeping a non-domesticated animal as a pet to all that damage that was done. So years later, what's truly scary is the 911 tape of Sandra calling for help. He's killing my girlfriend. What is the problem? He's my Who's killing your friend? friend. Get my chimpanzee! Oh, your chimpanzee is killing your friend. If you want to look it up, do a Google search for chimp attack 911 call. But do it at your own discretion. So, now these are some of the sounds that can really scare us humans. But what about animals? After the break, we'll talk about what sounds have been proven to scare animals. When it comes to wildlife photography, one of the scariest things to me is images that aren't sharp. Too often, I've seen students and other photographers not have the settings right for getting razor sharp images. That's why I wrote the book, Razor Sharp Nature Photography. Razor Sharp Nature Photography is an instantly downloadable ebook that's only available on my website, ImageLight.com. That's spelled I M A G E L I G H T.com. Go to the digital product page and download it and start using it today. The book covers all aspects of sharpness in nature photography, from what's the best shutter speed to use when using a long telephoto lens, pro tips on sharpening software, and many other things related to razor sharp images. Since it's an ebook, I've included high quality images that you can really enlarge and see the detail and the sharpness. All this and much, much more is there for you in the ebook razor sharp nature photography i'll put a link into the show notes to make it easy to get access to your copy of razor sharp nature photography there was a recent study done in kruger national park in south africa the study conducted was to ascertain what sounds scared animals the most the study was done by liana zanette and michael Clinchy, both of western university in london ontario canada the researchers set up a video trap and recorded the reactions of animals to different sounds. When the animal crossed the motion trigger area, video would capture their reactions while an audio speaker played various sounds, both harmless and then what they thought might be scary to those animals. Some of the sounds they used were local bird songs, wind, and such. Then they would add more threatening sounds to play while the animals were there. They used dogs barking, lions snarling and growling, and even gunshots. But the sounds that caused the most visceral reactions to these animals were the sounds of humans talking. Yes, on the tapes, they included women's voices and men's voices speaking at normal levels. The researchers discovered that after analyzing over 4,000 videos focused on 19 different species, the animals that heard humans simply talking were more than twice as likely to run, to abandon their water holes, and to abandon their own food, just to get the heck out of there. Animals find humans terrifying. Just the sound of human voices can invoke more fear than even gunshots firing or even the apex predators like lions and tigers snarling and growling. Using this study as a guideline, we're reminded that we as humans are the most terrifying thing possible when it comes to the animal kingdom. When we're out photographing wild animals, we need to keep this in mind both for our success as wildlife photographers, but also for the natural success of the animals that we're trying to capture with our cameras. There are many stressors that can trigger in animals. Some of those stresses can just be caused by us being nearby. Try to always keep an eye on the animals that you want to photograph. How are they acting? Do they look comfortable with you nearby? Let them come to you. If you're sitting quietly and not encroaching on their personal space, this will help the animals to be more relaxed while they're being photographed. They may start making their way towards you for even better photographs. If we keep this in mind, the study about sounds that are scary to animals, we can remember to keep our voices down and talking at a minimum because we don't want to terrify our subjects, do we? Until next time, this is Terry Vanderheiden with the Nature Photography Podcast. You can always reach me at ImageLight. You can go to the website or you can use my email, terry, T E R R Y, at imagelight.com. Or you can always find me on YouTube at TV510. Thanks for listening.